Chapter 27 Ten Days Later Eric pushed through the double doors of a rundown bar and grill just in time to hear the final twang of a too loud country song reverberate through the speaker above the door. The smell of stale beer and chili and deep fried everything wafted towards him as he hesitated. And somewhere in the back, someone dropped what sounded like a whole rack of dishes. Laughter floated through the air, and another song about losing a pickup and a dog and a girl revved up. And Eric had half a mind to just turn around and forget the whole fucking thing. Only he couldn't. Lately, his life had turned into nothing but a series of things he couldn't do. Things that were simply beyond his strength. So much for his top-notch, tough-as-shit special forces training. Lately, he was a fucking moron, sleepwalking through what was left of his life, unable to do much of anything. He had to put a stop to it. Somehow, he had to find some sanity again, some measure of peace. Yeah, right, asshole. A little voice in his head mocked him. He was a goddamn fool if he thought he'd ever find peace again. But he had to do this. He had no choice. A pretty waitress appeared with menus and asked brightly if he wanted a table for one. With a hopeful little gleam in her eye, too, thoroughly checking him out, even going so far as to arch a wry eyebrow at the bare third finger of his left hand. Damn, but he was mystified by how obvious women were these days. And for the life of him, he couldn't figure out what the hell they found so appealing. He hadn't shaved, hadn't slept at all, at all, and couldn't remember the last time he'd put on clean clothes. He was a fucking mess, and he didn't give a rat's ass. Why women still slid bedroom eyes his way was a mystery. Why women had ever been interested in him was a mystery, actually. And why one woman in particular had ever wanted anything to do with him just about blew his goddamn mind every time he thought of her. Which he did. Hourly. He put the waitress off with a patient smile and a nod towards a booth at the back, where a man in a red baseball cap and a plaid flannel shirt, which passed for a dinner jacket around here, Eric guessed, sat with his face obscured behind a menu. The waitress smiled again and lingered a little too long, so Eric just mumbled his thanks and moved past her towards the man he had come to see. He slid into the booth and casually picked up a large plastic menu, not even bothering to look at the man across from him. Finally, after a long, uncomfortable silence, the man in the hat spoke in a voice that aimed for boredom, but barely managed to hold back contempt. You look like shit. Eric said nothing for a moment, suddenly completely unsure of what he wanted to say to Nick. Christ, his heart was pounding. What the fuck was wrong with him? This was just Sullivan, for God's sake. This is your meat, Nick drawled, looking for all the world like his menu were the most interesting thing he'd seen in years. And I'm a busy man. What do you want? Eric waited, rolling the words over in his mind before speaking. He glanced up again, uncertainly, and when his eyes met Nick's, something he saw there sent a jolt of alarm skittering through him. Nick's eyes, black and hard as coal, were always a study in cool detachment, confidently radiating smug, self-satisfied asshole toward anyone caught in their gaze. But not tonight. Tonight there was a flash of something in them that made Eric's throat tighten, something feral in his gaze that belied his calm, languid manner. Something like 
anguish. Jesus Christ, something was wrong. Something was very wrong. Eric had known it for more than a week now. He'd felt it, stealing over him like a fog. He couldn't pinpoint what it was. He couldn't have explained it rationally if his life had depended on it. But something was very wrong. The sick feeling he'd been fighting roared to the surface as he looked at Nick, at the starkness of the emotion behind the man's eyes. Maybe he was just pissed off, Eric tried to tell himself. Maybe it was just anger and resentment burning hot and fierce in his friend's eyes. But then he swallowed tightly, knowing that wasn't it at all. I want to know if you took care of that thing I asked you about. That little matter for Alexander. Eric managed, hating how his voice faltered and nearly broke on her name. He cleared his throat, and then he added, <clears throat> I, I want to know if she's okay. Nick put down his menu, his eyes dark and keen in the pool of light spilling onto the table from the overhead lamp. Eric's panic ratcheted up at the glitter of pain that came into those eyes, pain that Nick uncharacteristically made no effort to hide. What do you care? Nick asked pointedly, his gaze boring into Eric. You left her. You left all of us. I know that, Eric said, masking his anxiety behind another cleared throat. It's just a loose end, and I, I don't like loose ends. A loose end? Nick's tone was as cold as his eyes were hot. She's a loose end to you? Eric shot him a fierce look, trying to match Nick's intensity. He didn't even come close. I just want to know. She's all right, Eric said in a low voice, glancing around. He lowered his voice even more and leaned forward. And that you found that prick. Nick held his gaze for a long moment, as if arguing with himself about what to say next. His face was grim-set and cold, and Eric didn't think he'd ever seen him look so stricken. He was angry, yes, but Eric had expected that. He'd known he wasn't going to get a bear hug and a slap on the back at this little reunion, but still, there was something in Nick's expression that made Eric's blood run cold. Another blonde waitress in a cheerful cowboy shirt and jeans approached and smiled at them with all the Texas dazzle this place could muster. Nick glanced up at her, his features softening somewhat, and ordered coffee with contrived charm. Eric nodded at her to make it, too, and she put her pad away and left. When Nick turned back to Eric, all his fake cheerfulness had vanished. You want to know how she is? First, you answer a few questions of mine. Eric swallowed. Fair enough. Why now? Eric frowned. What do you mean? Why now? Nick repeated more forcefully. You abandon her? Disappear for a month, but now, suddenly, you decide you care about her? A muscle in Eric's cheek flexed. I didn't just decide that I care. You broke her heart, you know that? Nick interrupted, his eyes flashing a warning. You broke her goddamn heart. Eric breathed out, feeling like he'd been punched in the gut. Of course, he knew he'd broken her heart. Hell, he'd broken his own heart. Walking away from her that day had been the hardest fucking thing he'd ever done in his life. By far. 
Halo jumps from 29,000 feet straight into enemy fire had been a walk in the goddamn park compared to that. He couldn't erase that last image of her, tears streaming down her face, her skin mottled from the cold, shivering as she pleaded with him to stay. When she'd whispered, then they loved each other. Such simple words. Words that had nearly dropped him like a kick to the crotch. It wasn't just that she loved him, or that he loved her. It was that they loved each other. Somehow just saying it that way, just putting it in those terms, had made it all so much more real. The love he felt for her could no longer remain a lofty, daydream-like fantasy of unrequited love. Now it was something real, and precious, rare, and returned. She had told him all that week that she loved him, but he hadn't quite let it sink in. Not until that very moment. They loved each other. They were a they in every sense of the word, sharing their bodies, their hearts, their souls. Whatever had been left of his heart had shattered, and whatever self-control he'd possessed had been pushed to the limit as he'd struggled not to take her in his arms and go back inside. But he'd conquered his desires and risen above his need for her. She deserved so much better than he could give her. He was a shadow of a man, stronger in body but weaker in spirit than he had ever been in his life. He would never be normal, could never give her the normal life she deserved. He'd had to walk away. If he hadn't loved her so much, maybe he would have given in. But he'd had to go. And when he'd told her it wouldn't hurt for too long, he'd meant it. For her, anyway. She'd recover. She'd get on with her life. She'd meet a normal man. And would end up counting herself lucky that she'd dodged a bullet with that fucked-up ex-soldier she'd thought she loved. He looked at Nick now, wishing he could adequately express all the regret he felt. Words alone would never do it, though. And from the way Nick was glaring at him, the guy likely wouldn't believe him anyway. She'll get over it, Eric said at last. And she'll be better off. Nick's eyebrows rose, mockingly. She'll get over it. I see. I guess that's what I should have told her when I came to get the two of you and found her up there alone, retching into the toilet and crying her goddamn eyes out. Eric ducked his head away. The pain in his gut reached up into his throat, as if ready to strangle him from within. Or when she was up all night crying into her pillow so we wouldn't hear, Nick went on. Or when she kept pleading with me to find you to make sure you were taking your fucking medication, because even though you'd ripped her heart out, she was still more worried about you than anything else, herself included. Stop. Eric closed his eyes. Please. Nick paused on the verge of hurling something else at him, but he didn't. Eric exhaled against the tightness in his chest, knowing he should take the abuse, but absolutely unable to listen to one more second of her suffering. Just tell me you found Haggerty, Eric said, as steadily as he could manage. Then I'll be on my way. Nick sat back against the padded vinyl seat. I just bet you will. 
Well, I hate to ruin your plans, Eric. It was the first time in almost two years that Nick had used his real name. But I can't tell you we found Haggerty. Eric's pulse jumped. What? The waitress appeared with their coffees, sliding them under the table and asking if they wanted anything else. Nick turned his megawatt smile on her, as if he were just hanging out with a good buddy, having a great old time, and asked her if she had any apple pie. Beneath the table, Eric drummed his fingers against his jeans, silently urging the woman to go, just fucking go, just leave the coffee and get the fuck out of here. Maybe Nick could smile and bullshit and act like nothing was wrong, but Eric sure as hell couldn't. His leg bobbed a staccato rhythm until the woman finally, finally turned and left them alone. Why haven't you found him? Eric leaned in and hissed as soon as she was out of earshot. You gave me your word. We didn't have to find him, Nick said coldly. Why not? He found her. Eric froze. He felt the blood drain from his face felt the hollow, crashing thud of his heart against his chest. He didn't feel anything else, not for long, torturous seconds. Seconds in which he might have actually died. When the breath finally shot out from his lungs, it burst free in a pent-up gasp like he'd been winded, like he'd been shot. He'd found her. A fucking monster had found her. Eric's heart began to spasm and his lungs seized again. He gripped the table with white fists, fought to control his body, fought for air and a reason to keep dragging it in. He looked up at Nick and knew that his eyes must look wild as hot tears began to prick at them. She left us, Nick went on, his voice brittle, just like you, because of you, resigned and disappeared. Jesus, God, she'd left the only protection, the only safety... She'd had? She'd gone out on her own, with that psychopath stalking her without anyone to protect her? She, she she left, Eric stammered, hardly able to believe what he was hearing, amazed that he could still form words. You let her leave? I had no choice. She said she couldn't live with all the reminders. Of you. Nick's scathing emphasis on the last two words sliced into Eric, and when he could find the strength to speak again, his voice came out in a tremor. What happened? You sure you want to know? Eric's hand shot out across the table and seized Nick's wrist. Tell me, he demanded. But as he tried to repeat the command, his voice failed completely and he loosened his grip. He squeezed Nick's wrist, and this time it was more of a plea than a threat. Nick pulled his wrist free and crossed his arms across his broad chest. We didn't even know where she was, or that he'd found her. Nick said tightly after a moment. It was just pure chance that we got a tip about a hospital admission in New Orleans matching her name and description. Seems she'd relocated there and made the mistake of getting a cell phone in her real name. Haggerty got to her. Oh, Jesus Christ, Eric said through a parched throat, through lips that didn't want to form the words. Jesus, Nick, is, is she? He beat her. Nick bit out the words, badly. Fractured her skull, again. Broke her cheekbones and part of her jaw. 
The words slammed into Eric so viciously he tensed against the need to fall back against the back of the booth. He let out a sharp breath that he didn't bother disguising, a breath that sounded like a cry of pain, even to his own ears. He curled forward to ease the spasming in his gut to quell the urgent need to throw up. Is she... He managed, his voice muffled by the way his chin was tucked against his chest. Is she... Okay. Is she alive? That's what he wanted to know. He was too fucking afraid to ask. Because he couldn't even ask that question, not about Alexandra. Even thinking it threatened to swamp him. He waited, breathlessly, painfully, for the word he didn't want to hear to leave Nick's lips, and squeezed his eyes shut. Nick didn't say anything, and that was somehow even worse. Instead, he reached into his jacket pocket and then slid a smartphone across the table toward Eric. This was taken in the hospital ten days ago. Eric's eyes flew down to the photo on the screen, and his world ended. The image was grainy, poorly exposed, but it told him everything he'd feared and everything he needed to see. Alexandra, unconscious in a hospital bed, her face swollen almost beyond recognition, two livid purple bruises blooming on either side of her nose. Her eyes were bloated and swollen shut, and she looked half-dead, a shadow of the vibrant, beautiful woman she had been. Eric gripped the phone, staring at the photo, his hand shaking so violently he almost couldn't hold the image still. The room began to spin and Eric fought down the bile that choked his throat. He tossed the phone back at Nick and lowered his head to the table so as not to pass out. He squeezed his eyes shut again, pain screaming through his mind. Alexandra, dear God, not his Alexandra. He fought the surge of rage that flooded through him, willed himself not to destroy everything within his reach. Jesus Christ, he finally managed in a barely audible voice. He knew the eyes he turned on his old friend were wild with grief, but he didn't care. Hot tears stung his eyes and he let them spill freely, and his jaw began to tremble as he tried to speak. Jesus, Nick, just, just tell me, is she, is she, is she, she's okay. Nick said, the stern mask suddenly falling from his face. He looked stunned as he took in Eric's tears, and Eric knew that Nick had never seen him so utterly destroyed. It must have been shocking to see because Nick's dark features were suddenly keen with concern. He swallowed and then, hesitantly, as if torn between anger and sympathy, gripped Eric's wrist in brotherly support. She was released from the hospital a few days ago. She's recovering, Eric. She's going to be okay. Eric could do nothing but close his eyes as he all but drowned in relief. He breathed in and breathed out, focused all his attention on just breathing in, breathing out. She was okay. She was going to be okay. He heard noises, breathy, keening noises, and it took him a moment to realize they were coming from him. His eyes flew open and he saw a kind of pity on Nick's face that he'd never seen before. Only he didn't care. He didn't care if Nick felt sorry for him or thought him weak. He didn't care about a goddamn thing except Alexandra. She's going to be all right, Nick emphasized, 
his dark eyes scanning Eric's face. It's okay. And, and Haggerty? Eric managed, feeling the hatred and rage glowing from his own eyes. His breath was ragged and he felt as winded as if he had just run a 20k through sand. Is the asshole... Dead. Nick said simply. He's dead. Another surge of relief, so visceral, Eric almost felt lightheaded. Thank God, Eric breathed, letting his eyes flutter closed briefly. He inhaled deeply and finally let the tightness in his chest begin to give way. Who did it? Aiden? You? A small, fledgling smile ghosted the edges of Nick's mouth. A smile he couldn't constrain, even though this was no time for levity. One eyebrow managed to rise just the slightest bit as his lips quirked. She did. Eric stared, blinked. She did? For the first time since Eric had sat down, the merest shadow of warmth began to shimmer in Nick's eyes. Nick nodded, his face widening into the grin of a proud papa. She did. Took the fucker out with a goddamn steak knife. Eric let out a sharp breath of disbelief and sat back against the booth, a smile forming on his own lips. He wiped a hand over his face, partly to clear the drying tears, but partly to cover his gaping mouth. He stared at Nick, blinking rapidly in disbelief. I know, Nick said, as if reading Eric's thoughts. I'm so fucking proud of her. She's one tough woman, our Dr. O'Neill. Our Dr. O'Neill? Is she back with you? Eric asked urgently, sitting forward. Where is she now? The waitress returned and slid a chunk of warm pie and a cloud of vanilla ice cream in front of Nick. He thanked her with a wink, and she asked if he wanted anything else. Nick flashed her a woeful smile and said no, and she sauntered away as happy as if he'd ordered half the menu. Once she was gone, Nick returned his gaze to Eric, who had to swallow painfully over the grapefruit-sized lump now blocking his throat. Where is she? Eric asked again, when he could speak. She's with Aiden and Taya, Nick said. She's okay, physically, but Taya says she's not eating much and she has trouble sleeping. Doesn't really leave the house. Just sits by the window. What does she need? Eric asked, his mind racing. He would get her anything she needed. Some counseling, maybe? Medication? Maybe she needed to be with her family again? You. Eric blinked. Me? She doesn't need me. The last thing she needs is me. Nick regarded him for a long moment and then sighed and picked up his fork. All right, here it is. For some fucked up reason that I can't even begin to understand. The woman loves you. You know what her first words were when she woke up in the hospital? Eric swallowed. Is Eric okay? Nick quoted flatly. That's what she wanted to know. If you were okay. Eric looked down, feeling a giddy kind of warmth rushing through him, like he'd been shot. Yes, it felt just like he'd been shot. The warm, not altogether unpleasant sensation creeping through him just before the pain hit. You know she busted my balls on a daily fucking basis until I finally caved and let her take you up to that cabin? Just so she could help you? The woman just would not give up. She insisted that you needed her and that she could help you. That you were worth the effort. Eric scowled, but only half-heartedly. 
His heart was beating too fast, the giddy warmth flowing too smoothly now to hide. And even though it cost me my best operative and my team's doctor, I'm still glad I did it, because she was right. You two needed each other. And even though you royally fucked it up, she still needs you. Nick paused and flicked his eyes over Eric's disheveled appearance. You definitely need her. She's better off without me. Eric said the words he'd been telling himself for two years now, but suddenly they felt strange, foreign, words with no conviction, no depth, words that meant absolutely nothing to him now. She'll never be better off without you, Nick said. Personally, I think she should kick the ever-loving shit out of you and tell you to fuck off, but I know she won't. She loves you. God damn if I know why, but she does. Eric sat back and closed his eyes. He opened them again and stared at his old friend. In that moment, for just a fraction of a second, he saw him as he used to be. Fun-loving top, Master Sergeant Nick Sullivan. Before all the shit went down, before their lives had gone to hell. When they all used to laugh and joke and work together as brothers, haze each other, beat the crap out of each other just to blow off steam. When they had been normal men with normal lives and a normal future. When Eric had been a normal man. If he had met Alexandra then, he would have fallen ass over heels in love with her. He wouldn't have questioned it. He wouldn't have tried to prevent it. He would have just dropped to his knees and thanked Christ that such an amazing woman had walked into his life. And if he was that normal man now, he would just love her. He wouldn't try so hard to push her away. He wouldn't insist that she'd be better off with someone else. If he were a normal man, he'd go to her and apologize, beg her forgiveness, tell her everything she needed to hear. And love her. Just love her. Completely, utterly, totally with everything he had. The way she deserved to be loved. She had told him he could be a normal man again. And right now, sitting at a dented oak table in a rundown bar and staring right into Nick Sullivan's ink-black eyes, he knew. He wanted to be normal again. He wanted her. And there was no way he was going to spend another minute denying it. Fuck his doubts. Fuck his belief that she needed someone else. As if anyone else would ever love her as much as he did. As if anyone ever could. Not because she wasn't capable of inspiring such love in a man, but because it simply wasn't possible for a man to love her more than he did. With his entire heart and soul, with his mind and his body, with every breath, every beat of his heart, with every fiber of his being. He would just have to live up to her, that was all. He'd have to become the man she deserved. And he'd do it. He'd spend his life deserving her, if that's what it took. For her. For himself. For them. I love her, he whispered. He said it like it was a revelation, as if he'd never said the words out loud before. And with a start, he realized he never actually had. No shit, Nick said airily, his voice rising in feigned surprise. 
Might want to let her know. I don't know if I can, Eric replied, his hands beginning to tremble. I don't know if she'll believe me. Oh, she'll believe you, Nick grumbled, stabbing at his apple pie. What I can't believe is how my private security company, some of the deadliest, most highly trained ex-special forces soldiers in the world, is quickly turning into the fucking dating game. First Blake marries my sister, then you go and seduce my doctor. She seduced me, Eric smiled ruefully. The moment I laid eyes on her. Nick rolled his eyes. Oh, for fuck's sake. I want to see her, Eric said, blowing out a breath and sitting forward. Let me see her, please. Nick sobered and pointed a forkful of pie at him. Not if you're going to just walk out on her again. I don't want to hear some bullshit like you're just going to see if she's okay and then you're disappearing again. I won't, Eric said, unable to calm the pounding of his heart. I swear. You better think on this long and hard, son, Nick said, his eyes pinning Eric. He always said son when he was trying to be a hard-ass, even though he was only a year older than Eric. Because I am not even close to kidding. If you hurt that woman again, you were going to have to answer to me. And Aiden. And Taya, too, God help you. She'll kick your ass worse than any of us if you hurt Alex again. Jesus, that was true. Taya Blake was one of the toughest women Eric had ever met. Just the thought of her coal black eyes turned on him in anger, so much more terrifying than her brother's, would make any man toe the line. But he didn't need any added incentive to keep Alexandra happy. Not anymore. I swear to you, Eric said, I won't hurt her. Yeah, well, she might hurt you. I hope she does. In fact, I hope she beats the crap out of you. I'll let her. We'll help. And if there's even a chance that you're prepared to leave her again because you have some fucked-up, noble-hearted, bullshit idea that she'll be better off without you, I won't even let her know you're back. Nick continued and scooped up a warm, cinnamon-scented mouthful of pie. He paused, meaningfully. You are back, aren't you? Eric looked at him, hope flaring unexpectedly in his chest. You want me back? Nick shrugged, his nonchalance belied by the intensity of his eyes. I could use you. If you promise not to take a hike the first time you and Alex have a lover's spat, that is. A smile tugged at Eric's lips. I told you, I'm not going anywhere. Good. Aiden's great with computers, but he can't hit the side of a fucking barn anymore. I'm going to need you to work on his marksmanship. Done. Eric grinned. The smile that he knew was dimpling his cheek, the smile that Alexandra said she loved, just wouldn't go away. And one more thing. Shave that boot brush off your face before you see Alex. And for God's sake, take a shower. You stink. <laughs>